Welcome to episode 381 of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. My name's Armitage and on this week's show, Camden Rocks, The Squirrel Shakes. Last Saturday, that was the 31st of March, future and non-war rock radio listeners, was my father's birthday. It was also the Camden Rocks Festival, and true to my nature, I went to the festival. My nearest and dearest are long used to me missing family gatherings. My uncle's second wedding, uh, as it clashed with the Dam at Brockwell Park in 1984, he's got a third in August, so I'd better go to that one. Uh, nephew's 30th, because Eureka Machines were in Croydon, you know, you get the picture. I hasten to add, as my folks only live around the corner, uh, I saw them the day before and the day after his birthday, bearing gifts, the CD of his choosing, not as I was expecting something by the grateful dead as he has recently discovered them uh, and from my daughter michael kane's autobiography when we purchased the book uh waterstones were doing a buy one get one half price so i selected one for myself the girl who saved the king of sweden unfortunately the sales assistants informed me that the michael kane book was not part of the offer to which i replied with a straight face not a lot of people know that which would have been funny uh, if the sales assistant knew who Michael Caine was. Anyway, this was the first time I would have attended the Camden Rocks Festival, which, as the name implies, is held in Camden, with, I guess, over 200 bands playing at, what, 20-odd of the borough's venues. A timetable uh, was downloaded with the squirrel and myself pouring over them uh, with a highlighter in the preceding days. The first highlighted band was New Device, who were kicking things off at the Electric Borum at 12.30. Strangely enough, en route, we went to an Indonesian festival being held in Trafalgar Square. But I digress. Last year, it seems you could collect your wristbands from the major venues involved in the festival, so we went straight to the Borum, only to find the Underworld was the only place issuing them this time round. The queue, even though it moved pretty fast, was almost right round the block, so we missed New Device's opening song. The band's brand of stadium rock sounds, Guns and Roaches, Aerosmith and Metallica, was ideal to get people in the mood, with it only just being in the afternoon. Something a vocalist Daniel Lee clearly forgot by thanking and goodnighting everybody as they left the stage.
thank you guys. We can be back at the nice desk over there once we finish to come and say hi. Have a fucking great time at Canada Rose today. We love you all. Take care of yourselves. We will not forget you. Have a very good day. See you later.
Straight after New Devices half hour slot were South London's finest, the Peckham Cowboys. So the only distance needed to be travelled was to the bar and back, something that the Cowboys had already worn a part to. Regular listeners will already be aware of the Peckham Cowboys, whose Del Boy Arthur Daly, Chaz and Dave shopping at Dr Bernardo's style of music has become a firm favourite here at Squirrel Tarrells. For those of you who don't...
It was a quick dash over and up the road to the brew dog where the Eureka Machine's main man, Chris Catalyst, was going to treat us to some acoustic shenanigans. The place was rammed with the stairs leading down to the small but perfectly formed stage area chained off. The squirrel headed for the bar whilst I was to maintain our position in the somewhat scrum of a queue. With even more people attempting to gain entrance, I seriously started to get a panic attack. But just before I went postal and started to fight my way out, someone flicked the chain off the hook and we all piled down, with the squirrel only just managing to get in. 
Chris is an engaging frontman at the best of times, but takes things into a whole different league when solo. I guess it was being so up close and personal. The less said about the plectrum at the end of the set, the better. Doesn't really have the same impact on an abusive guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Love John. And I live to feed it So I, I'd sell my soul If I can more than 50 And I, I am a monster I love to see So I ain't got no heart So when my scars upon my sleeve And I, I'm all alone Staring at the phone Waiting in line
this is a weird one because we're saying that we played in uh, Nottingham last night. Who was here? Who was there, mate? <laughs> we played in Nike last night and I explained this last night. We've got this song called Wish You Were Heard, Do you know it? Yeah. Right, I really like it. There's some of our songs that I don't know, I'm sure like a lot of people here are musicians as well and play in bands and stuff. And there's so many songs that you write and you think, that's a good one, that was a good one. I wrote it thinking this is fucking great. And we play it live and honestly, we finish it. And this happens. <laughs> Every time. So, right, what, what we did last night was just to fucking humour me. <laughs> just for my own ego. When this song finishes, I want to hear you at the fucking underworld. But I want to hear you at Bradford Rios.
Following the trail of breadcrumbs and Chris back to the electric ballroom, it was time for the Eureka machines to hit the stage. The amount of people now in the ballroom would have been pleasing for a headlining act on a Friday night, let alone for one at half past three on a Saturday afternoon. I guess one of the points of Camden Rocks is to see bands you'd not normally see. To be honest, we went for tried and trusted, not spreading ourselves too thinly. Out of the six bands that I saw, the Eureka Machines were the band of the festival. To think, a couple of years ago, the band seriously considered knocking it on the head. I am so glad, and so should you be, that they didn't.
We had a bit of a break at this point for some well-earned pizza, only to bump into three quarters of Dorellas, who set the good companion we had missed due to clashing times. After we had fed and watered, we made our way to the Camden Head for some acoustic star scream. Actually, it was just guitarist Adam Lightspeed, but his laid-back, chilled-out approach really suited the songs. <laughs>
at this point, we had the choice of seeing the Howling at the Underworld at 6 o'clock, but in doing so, we would run the risk of not getting into the Jazz Cafe at 7 for Ginger Wildheart. So we opted to bypass the Underworld, and from all reports, it was round to the rafters, and go directly to the Jazz Cafe. Good job. We did as there was a queue with a one-out, one-in policy. We caught the last few songs from the excerpts, who were rather nifty. Then it was on to Ginger, obviously. The band that consisted of Chris Catalyst and from Courtney Love's band Miko Larkin had to do a sound check in front of everyone, which was very painful as the sound guy didn't seem to understand the simple on stage instructions. Ginger chatted to front row fans and even under duress signed a guy's face. Then it was time. Loose is probably the best word to describe the set. Loose but fun. I can't wait for Ginger's spoken word acoustic solo shows if this is anything to go by. The songs were well known and well loved, with even a new one slipped in. So new that Chris had no idea what was going on. So in question was, if you find yourself in London town, which seemed a natural successor to Georgie in Wonderland, which it morphed into. At this point, my shoulder, which is still giving me a lot of problems, went into a spasm which jerked my other hand, so the battery on my device popped out. So only half of Georgie, and no 29 times the pain, whilst I got myself back together. Uh, I was going to stick around for the gravel tones, but I was picking my daughter up from a party at 10.30 and didn't want to run the risk of being late. So bade a bon farewell to the squirrel, who did stick around and managed to catch the subways as well. Until next week, take it easy.
Soul.